The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. And we are back on Buff Hub, a Buffalo Rumblings podcast. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining me on your weekend. Guys, the Buffalo Bills are 3-1. and one. Feels like little by little, the schedule is starting to get a little bit easier. Um, also, we needed to get easier so our guys can heal up. Buffalo Bills are not playing the way they would like to play. They're basically playing how they need to play. Uh... The offense is struggling. Josh Allen is struggling to figure out how to get rolling. And um, look, we saw an awakening. An awakening in, in the force, I guess you could say, right? Last year, the Buffalo Bills had a very profound moment as a team at halftime uh, facing their arch nemesis in Tom Brady. And, uh, right, they go to Tampa. They get their butts kicked in the first half. Come back in the second half, take it overtime. Sometimes things happen a certain way for a team to wake up. The Buffalo Bills needed a rude awakening to realize, look, are we primed and ready for a Super Bowl? We realize now we are not. But that's okay teams have to go through their trials and tribulations to figure out their way on how to get there. Sometimes once you get there, all the pieces that you thought were going to be with you at that stage so happen to not be there. And I think that's the most tragic thing, right? You look at the Buffalo Bills starting off this season healthy and ready to go and a lot of upside for this team and you know now we're looking at how are we going to survive the rest of the season? Well, I'll tell you how. After that moment the Buffalo Bills had at halftime, down 20-10 to 10 to the Ravens in monsoon weather, they found a way. And they survived against Lamar Jackson and a very stout 
team in the Baltimore Ravens. We can sit here and talk trash about any team on any weakness they have. At the end of the day, it's any given Sunday. Um, we saw that in Miami when Buffalo clearly quadrupled their yards and basically beat them in every category but the scoreboard. I'll tell you what, though. These young guys are starting to figure it out, starting to understand what the standard is. And in a game where you're seeing your quarterback lay basically his life on the line every down, and it makes you wake up as a player. And so this is where I want to start off this podcast with with just Josh Allen, right? Um, the Buffalo Bills are literally, <laughs> they're riding him like, I'm, I'm sorry for the Star Wars references, but they're riding him like the, the Rebel Alliance is riding Luke Skywalker. Like, everything is completely on how he handles being in that room against all odds against him, the Emperor, Darth Vader, and he is getting it done. He's getting the job done. It's not pretty. It's not how you expect. It can get ugly, but he does it, right? And I'm sorry, you know, Ravens fans, boo effing who? Like, you lost fair and square. The Bills could have scored a TD if they wanted to. But instead, Josh Allen chose to take your soul and use clock management and sent your asses packing. That's what a franchise great quarterback should do. Should do. Right? Um, but look, there, there's a lot of things to take away from this game. There's a lot of things that we're going to talk about as far as this Pittsburgh game coming up. Um, look. It's not going to be pretty for the first half of the season. We all know that. It took forever for the running game to figure something out, for this offensive line to figure itself out. Um, And, you know, there's an identity factor that we're going to get into later. But, look, I'm just going to say this real quick, man, about Josh Allen. Dude, please throw more catchable balls. Stephon Diggs had a touchdown. The running backs cannot catch like it's practice in a monsoon weather. Like, have some touch, dude. Like, I understand we're going to sit here and praise Josh Allen all the freaking time because he's the best quarterback the Bills have had since Jim Kelly. But I'll tell you something. That type of of performance that we saw against Baltimore will get your ass kicked against the Kansas City Chiefs. I, I don't know what else to say. Like, that is the truth. The, the, the offensive execution has been so poor that I absolutely have no confidence on a, on a strong level on how the Bills are going to match up against Kansas City. I think Kansas City, they're ready for the playoffs right now. I, 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 they're peaking, right? And, and guess what? They're probably going to stay there for the rest of the season. Kansas City looks incredible. <laughs> In comparison to Buffalo, although we have injuries, I understand that. The Bills have plenty of talent to still compete against Kansas City right or teams like Kansas City but the reality of the situation is Buffalo is very leaky on a lot of levels in their execution and it all starts with Josh Allen like I love what he's done for this team um and how he continues to play but in a, in a lot of ways it does make me kind of kind of concerned you know like there has to be more touch and that's the thing I look at Mahomes and I'm like who gives a shit about <laughs> having the strongest arm in the NFL who does? If if they're if your wide receivers can't catch it, who cares? 
that that's the point we're getting at here, guys, is that we have to develop guys, not break their fingers. We have to develop them and prepare them for the rest of the season, not make them feel inadequate or tradable. And it all starts with how this game is going to be managed by Josh Allen. And look, there was a time when I was watching this game and I just noticed that Josh is becoming way more run happy right now. And that's actually concerning me. There were windows where he should have thrown the ball and he didn't throw the ball because he was more afraid of his receiver. I guess, who knows what the psyche, but it's just my perspective is he is more afraid of his receiver not executing and getting the yardage, right? And trusting his arm, trusting his touch. And he instead trusted his legs. Guess what? Father time is going to catch up to you, Josh. And you're going to have to, you're going to be forced to be just like Big Ben, sit in the pocket and use your arm. Hopefully by then, with all the hits you're taking, you don't tear your rotator cuff and you're out for a season or who knows what. I, I just, I, like, I get it. Like, we're winning this way. It's just, it's ugly. It's ugly. And we are literally at the mercy of our broken, injured defense keeping the offense in the game. Figure, like, literally think about that for a second, Bills fans. The defense, as injured as, as it is right now, that's how good the defense is, even without their all of their stars out, basically, in the secondary. Like, they're carrying this team. They're giving Josh and this offense so many opportunities to get better, and they sure as hell better figure it out because if they do not, they're going to get embarrassed over and over again, or it's just going to hit them like a curveball. And it, What I'm more concerned about with this team is the morale. If they lose, let's say two more times, to a really – inadequate team like the Lions, which are putting up a shit ton of points, and Miami. What like what do you say if you're Buffalo if you get beat by a team like Detroit and Miami? Again. Like it, it could be worse. Like we don't know what we're gonna be looking into, but like I sat there and I was very surprised that the Bills were able to pull out a win. Against Baltimore. I thought Baltimore, um, you know, they 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 just had really poor coaching. I don't take anything away from the Bills winning. Um, the Bills just had a better adjustment in the second half. They've been <laughs> lights out in the second half. I guess that's just the frustrating thing is that over and over again, we're seeing a Buffalo Bills team that is executing better, better in the second half than the first half. I guess that's good as far as, you know, you look in the future towards the playoffs, but it's frustrating to watch, you know, because then, then you're wondering, okay, like, wh what are they prioritizing here? Just trying to absolutely do whatever it takes to get a win or actually also trying to develop their young guys. Like, they drafted another running back high in this draft, and we have yet to see how they seriously want to utilize him. You want to dump off passes to him? Like, you can't design runs for him? I don't understand. Like, he was supposed to be the spark when nothing else was working. Someone in the running game is supposed to be the spark when nothing else is working. That's basically my perspective of the running game. 
and they're not being consistent on figuring out how to utilize him. And that's what's really irritating me about this Bills offense is that now a lot more pressure is, again, even more than the last two years is on Josh Allen. Way more pressure is on Josh Allen to execute. They had so many more weapons uh, back when even Cole Beasley and John Brown were on the team, and they had Stephon Diggs, and then the next year they pull in Emmanuel Sanders, let go of Emmanuel, let go of John John Brown, and this year they have less. They bolstered up the running back room, but now we're sitting here and we're wondering, like, okay, something's got to give here. But look, I'm going to say this. After that little rant, I believe that at the bye week, the Bills are going to absolutely go on a historic run. I think it's going to happen. It's just when you see games, yes, there were elements in it, and I understand that, but this was a game, right, where you're looking back. This was a game where the running game needed to show something, and it showed absolutely nothing, that it's all still on Josh Allen's shoulders. And, and you know, that's what I'm saying. And, look, I'm not going to give, you know, Josh Allen all of the blame here, right? This is a Ken Dorsey thing. This is an adjustment to to what a coach is trying to accomplish thing, right? Um, Ken Dorsey eventually wanting to become a head coach. Very fiery. Um, what does he see? Is, is he trying to just catch lightning, lightning in a bottle and just leave Buffalo, or is he trying to develop these players? Like, that's kind of what's, you know, it's, it's really sad to see when, um, you know, the Bills had Brian, Brian Dable for so long, and they really did. For an offensive coordinator, as good as he was, they had him for a very long time in Buffalo. And you just never saw a serious next step in the development of Devin Singletary or Zach Moss. You kind of feel like they hit their ceiling right now. And I'm nervous for James Cook because if you look back at history, right, you look back at history of, of NFL teams that are able to take it over the top consistently, not, not you know, just make it to the Super Bowl one time without a solid running game. You look at the Rams, they they didn't have a real solid running game. They just, they survived. And they executed, and OBJ was excellent, and that defensive line had Von Miller and Aaron Donald. So there's enough said right there, right? I'm talking about teams that you can remember made it to the Super Bowl, always had a running game. Every single team had a consistent output with the running game. You knew what to expect. More importantly, not to, what not necessarily what to expect, what to be afraid of. If I'm going to go to play Buffalo and I'm Pittsburgh, I am not afraid of your running game. I am afraid of Josh Allen opening up the running game. I am not afraid of the running game opening up Josh Allen. And that's something that is a principle of it is the principle of what I believe this offense needs to figure out. If you don't have to use your ace in the deck to win football games, that is basically Josh Allen scrambling for touchdowns and running over linebackers, you're golden. You're going to basically win any game you freaking want as long as your defense can get guys like Mahomes and Tom Brady on the ground. You're golden. 
I just don't know. I don't know now after what I've seen. The execution. I don't know. I, I, I really do think that my prediction was relatively accurate as far as what I thought Ken Dorsey was going to do. He was basically going to throw away the running game and 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 pass the football a bunch. I, I had a feeling that was going to happen because it is the easy way out. It is the best thing to do. Um, but again, you get wear and tear on those tires, and eventually you need to start, you know, you need to switch them out and use and use new tires, right, on a car. And and that's the thing. How much tread is on Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs and Gabe Davis and Isaiah McKenzie? You saw what's happened. It's like one by one, <laughs> a domino effect of injuries is starting to hit these guys. They trust Isaiah McKenzie to go down the middle. He gets popped. He gets concussed. They tr- they're trying to trust Gabe Davis to, you know, be that serious extra threat for Stephon Diggs. And he's basically been very underwhelming on a lot of different levels, aside from the first game. Um, Stephon Diggs. You saw what happened in Miami. I'm not going to say that the heat completely got to him. I would just say it was exhaustion because there was a lot on his plate to get done and execute. The running game is so huge right now in the first half of the season to stay healthy. If you have a great running game and a great defense, you're most likely going to have an easier shot at winning a Super Bowl. Because when push comes to shove and secondaries are playing lights out or they're getting away with grabbing, you can't stop a great run game without great defense. So we're back to square one, and that's what kind of sucks about this whole conversation. And Buffalo is going to Pittsburgh, excuse me, is going to play Pittsburgh in Buffalo, and they don't have they don't have Watt. We know that. Minka Fitzpatrick is showing signs of being injured. Uh, most recently, but he is playing lights out. Their defense has weapons. Their depth is there. Um, depth is there, and and Mike Tomlin is Mike freaking Tomlin. When everyone thought Broken Ben and that Steelers team had no shot against Buffalo and how fiery and ready they were to go in the first game of last season... It was the most underwhelming beginning to an NFL season the Buffalo Bills have had since, and with that much, you know, hoopla, since they lost to New England when Brady came back from his ACL surgery and they brought T.O. on the team with Trent Edwards. Um, That's kind of how that game felt, but worse. The Bills didn't have any fireworks except for one pass to Gabe Davis, which was a touchdown and that was it. Mike Tomlin knows how to play Buffalo, okay? Mike Tomlin is an amazing coach who unfortunately is constantly, for some reason, on the radar to be fired. You know what? If Mike Tomlin gets fired and the Buffalo Bills were to not even make the AFC Championship this year, I want Mike Tomlin to coach my team. I would prefer Mike Tomlin to coach the Buffalo Bills. If if they're just going to can him, please, please give Mike Tomlin 
another Big Ben and see what he does. See, this is where we're now getting to, right? Where, well, why are you why are you talking up Mike Tomlin? I'm talking up Mike Tomlin because this is a, this is a game, and and this is a time in the season where coaching has to start getting better. Preparation has to start getting better. No more of this bullcrap of, I don't know how else to say it, just inconsistency. Like, I don't know what to expect from Sean McDermott. I don't know what to expect from Ken Dorsey right now. The only one I trust game in, game out is Leslie Frazier. For the first time since Leslie Frazier has been at the helm of defense, of being a defensive coordinator, they finally give him a superstar at the defensive line. Secondary, you, they were pretty much almost groomed, you know, pretty much before you got there. Micah Hyde, Jordan Poyer, Travis White are studs. Anywhere they go, they would be studs. It's not necessarily just the system. I, I don't even know at this point what Sean McDermott really does like like is he just basically double checking on the play calls that Ken Dorsey and Leslie Frazier are doing I don't know you you know I I really feel like yes his 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 uh his voice may be dumbed down a lot having coordinators doing things but I'll tell you preparing your team and developing your team are very serious things to talk about at this juncture in the season where you're hitting the quarter right and you're about to hit your bye week and you're supposed to take this team to another level this year it's the coach's job I'm not going to sit here right and 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 think in comparison that Tom Brady was solely responsible for every comeback the Patriots had. Absolutely not. This is a huge part of the season where we are going to need leadership and Sean McDermott and this coaching staff to show the world. The world knows what talent is on this team but to show the world that the Buffalo Bills are not a freaking fluke. The Bills are not a fluke. That's where I stand. That's what I believe. But I want to see it, and I know you guys do too. It begins this weekend against the Pittsburgh Steelers and Kenny Pickett. Will Kenny let us pick it? Oh, God. All right, I'm, st- I'm, done, with the ja- I'm done with the dad jokes. I'm sorry. Um, score prediction? I got the Bills. 34-14. Josh Allen's going to throw for 400 yards, three touchdowns, maybe a pick. Good luck, Kenny Pickett. It's going to be a tough game. But, hey, thanks for listening again on Buffalo Rumblings to Buff Hub. I'm your host, Steve Vega. Guys, enjoy the rest of your weekend. To all the military and first responders out there, thank you for what you do for our country. Thank you for what you do for our communities. Y'all stay strong out there. And go Bills. Go Bills.